Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. All right, here we go. Pac-12 fans, this one's for you. Put your hands up! This is the Pac-12 Apostles. Keeping it real. And only the truth lives here. Pac-12 Apostles. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. And this is the Pac-12 Apostles. The final season, not of this podcast, but of the name of this podcast. Because I guess we got to change it. Or... Should we do like the Washington Commanders or something like that? And just be like, listen, we're just we're just keeping this name no matter what the hell happens. I don't. Um, you're. It's like you came into the room, and my husband just died, and I have his last name, and you're like, you gonna change it? <laughs> <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> All right, well, we will d- discuss that later, but you guys can send us our future name suggestions to imad, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidshow.com, or tweet us at Pac-12Apostles, or, um, yeah, you can leave it in a review as well, and make sure that you guys leave five-star review- reviews wherever you listen to podcasts, and, of course, engage with us. We will hit you back. You know what it is, and most importantly, share the feed but uh ralph we got a new um a new review we did and and for longtime listeners of this podcast i just want to point out that i did like the naturally sexist thing that george would have me do and assume <laughs> that yeah no that's right assume that i uh as a woman in this scenario would have changed my last name instead of go with a what 
hyphenated last name, which you oh, think I'm yes, a yes, name. yes, because you're the hyphenated king. I'm not, I don't have a hyphenated last name. Yeah, but uh, you love players with hyphenated names. <laughs> that's a coincidence. Uh, it, that's a hell of a coincidence. That's a lot of times in a row, buddy. It's a few. It's a few. Shout out to former Washington scout team quarterback Daniel Bridgegad. Um, <laughs> so let me read our review. It's an updated review, which I know that you'll appreciate, George. Went from four stars to five. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and it's from our guy, Lancree, the University of Arizona fan. He said, time for another of review. <laughs> that is the title. Time nice. for another of review. Okay. Hey, gents. I appreciate the acknowledgement of the last review, despite my chippy and triggering comments. I've enjoyed this podcast the last two years. Loved this 20, the podcast from the 27th. Great discussions. And I really enjoyed the AP and Dion conversation in last week's podcast. You guys are down to earth. And for the most part, really come at your analysis as true college football enthusiasts overall and not homers. Don't get me wrong. I feel the hate from ASU Ralph and some homerism, but my (laughs) posts and feelings match. So I have no footing to stand on. With that said, forks were up for much of the USC game and I watched uh, that I watched before I bailed some respect to give there. Keep up the great work and I'll be foolishly taking U of a money line against the Huskies banking on Noah getting rid of the ball. Oh my God. Not the money line. Take the points. Take the you all points. Vote, you you uh you um bluffed that you're going money line Arizona last week and then pulled out of it. Oh, uh, I was that that was a hundred percent bluff. That had no like real thought of actually doing that. Um, Can I tell you when I stopped hating University of Arizona? Okay, when it was when my oldest son was born. Why? Like the day he was born. Uh, I would love to say that it was like, oh, I really like, realized saved by a Tucson doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think his doctor, it was a, a, a U of A grad. And that, so that was part of it. A Tucsonese doctor. I would love to say that it was like I looked in my son's eyes and saw there's no more room for hate in this world. Only love. But the truth is, like his doctor went to University of Arizona and like the moment he was born, it was kind of kind of like you with with Damon. I'm like. Well, if U of A wants to offer my son a scholarship, I'm not going to get in the way. <laughs> like it was like, <laughs> okay. It's okay. At the time, at the time, they were the only uh, school in Arizona with a medical school. But now ASU and NAU are getting one, so maybe it's time to rev up the the hate speech a little bit All when right. it comes. To, I don't. I'm. I'm not big on the. I'm not big on the rivalry, and I haven't been for like the last 15 years. Um, I want everybody to lose, not just University of Arizona. Nice. Um, all right. So let's start with um, the AP poll again this week. And we are going to keep banging this drum until there is change. Like, And this week, it was I, – I, I cannot for the life of me. And I understand why, because there have been – responses i've talked offline to some uh writers or some two two voters specifically and they stated why some people why some of the voters are starting to change because of the a little bit of the pressure and why some are resisting change so number one is part of the reason why they're resisting change is that these voters are essentially not not beat writers, but how, how would you describe it, Ralph? 
Yeah, that for the most, I think for the most part, they're they're either like sports editors or beat writers. Yeah, for a specific school slash conference, like like for instance, John John Wilner is with the Pac-12, so his focus for watching games is largely going to be Pac-12. So if he has the so if he is faced with watching in the same time slot. Watching, you know, uh, Air Stanford versus Arizona State, he has to err towards that as opposed to watching Georgia play. He would, of course, they're watching, you know, stat lines and they're watching, you know, the uh, ticker at the bottom and all of that. But there is, and I'm not talking specifically about John, but I'm just saying, just in general, that they're largely watching. And dissecting even deeper the teams and the conferences that they cover specifically. And so there's not a lot of room, especially with deadlines, timelines and all of that to necessarily watch all of the rest of the teams play. So it's easier for them to lean into the. All right, look, we'll 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 just move up, move down based upon who won and who lost. Well, this week it was USC who took another hit and USC went down one spot flopping sport spots with Oregon while Georgia struggled. I mean, they needed a Brock Bowers Herculean effort in the end of the game to save them from ending up in overtime against a wash against a Auburn team that scored 14 points against tech cow. Well, that game was 14, 10, if I remember correctly. And Auburn's not particularly good this year. Their quarterback situation is untenable. They threw for 82 yards in the game and had Georgia in an absolute headlock. So, but Georgia won't move. And people are saying, well, they, they, they're the two-time champs. You got to knock them off. How are you supposed to knock them off with this schedule that they're playing? Number one. And number two, this is an entirely different season. You are supposed to be judging on the information that you're given. But this this week, Ralph, was the first time that I've seen this many teams get votes. 35 of the 62 went to Georgia of first place votes. 12 went to Michigan. 10 went to Texas. One went to Ohio State and four went to Florida State. Ralph, have you seen that many teams get first place votes before? No, no. And I, I do think that that is very cool. I like that. Um, but, you know, we so we're talking about, you know, the 62 AP voters and, you know, the which ones are, you know, actually watching the Pac-12. And you bring up Wilner and he has everybody in the Pac-12 pretty much lower than everyone else in the country. And he's the closest one to it. He's a friend of the show. We've had him on the show yep. many times. But that that is just interesting to me because I'm going through the ballots of everybody in the Pac-12 footprint. He's the least kind. Um, we, we, you have Michael Lev out of Tucson who actually has four uh, Pac-12 teams in the top 10 for the second week in a row with Washington State at 10 and Washington as high as four. But mo- most of the voters out here just are refusing to believe that the high-end teams in the Pac-12 could compete on a national stage with the high-end teams from other conferences. So you're hearing that the Pac-12 is the deepest conference, but they don't believe that the deep end of the pool is as deep as SEC, Big Ten, and things like that. 
Oh, Lord have mercy, bro, because and we're going to see what happens this weekend, because right now in the AP poll, uh, Washington is seven, Oregon, eight, USC, nine, then Notre Dame, 10, Alabama, 11. Then you got Oklahoma and Washington State at 13. Right. So. Mm-hmm. um, Alabama plays Texas A&M this weekend. Texas A&M is four and one, but they are not ranked. If Alabama wins this game, no matter how ugly if they win, win, win this game, because remember, uh, their only loss is to Texas A&M's only loss is to Miami. Miami is sitting at 17. So if Alabama beats Texas A&M, do you think, do you believe that there is a chance that they will jump over NC State? I'm sorry, um, Notre Dame, who I believe plays Louisville this weekend, who's number 25, or Washington or Oregon, who are off, or USC, who plays Arizona. The majority of Alabama's votes are in the 10 to 11 range. Over half the voters have them in the 10 or or 11 range. Only four voters have them in the top 10. Um, And so... You know, do I think that a majority of those voters would jump them over a Washington or a USC or, you know, yeah, probably because we've seen USC drop two weeks in a row after wins. So, yeah, it it would make sense to me. There's only. So that's the question. Why is USC dropping after 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 they were dominating the game, came back to be a close game and they won. Whereas like when Texas played Wyoming going into the fourth quarter, it was a 10 to 10 game. Right. Against Wyoming's backup quarterback, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So it there there is natural bias. But do you think that that bias will change when Oregon, Washington, USC and UCLA are then in the Big Ten? Because those schedules, bro, that that's actually one thing. And and the same thing with those teams in the Big 12. I'm actually looking at this, Ralph, and I'm looking at uh, there was an article put out about Michigan's potential schedule for next season. And I was shocked because the rumor is that they want to get like front load these schedules for the first few years to really ramp up their tele- television partners, increase the money potentially early. And you could have Michigan playing uh, Washington, Oregon, USC, and UCLA, or at least three of those four, plus Ohio State as well, which would, I mean, I, I, that would be an unbelievable schedule. I agree. I agree. I, I, do, think it, I do think it matters where somebody is positioned, but I I can also throw out there that it's not just the PAC 12 that I feel like is getting disrespected in this process. um, But actually the ACC is, is kind of part of that as well. You know, there are 24 of the 62 voters that don't have Louisville as a top 25 team. Yeah. Yep. And that, so they come in at 25 and they're five and oh, right? They're undefeated. The games haven't looked all that good, but you know, there yeah. are still um compare that to Kentucky, who is five and oh, uh, and only has two 
people that believe that they're not worthy of being in the top yes. 25. And they want LSU point. to still be good, bro. They want LSU to still be good. <laughs> they're three and two at, at 23, bro. I, they got 700 yards of offense put on them. Yep. And you have people that have voted them. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight writers that voted them in the top 19. Eight that put them in the top 19 that want, that believe that LSU who got wrecked, wrecked by Ole Miss. Like, and and wrecked Miss- by Florida State. Bro, their two losses, they got wrecked. That's not yes. even – dude, Dude, I would put Clemson in front of them. Clemson didn't get wrecked in their two losses. They lost to Duke, and they got uh, – and their second loss was to who? Clemson uh, also lost to Florida State. Yes, yes. Neither one of those was a wrecking – but LSU got wrecked. Come on, people. Come on. Um, but I do think that there's a piece of information, which is Washington State this week is sitting at 4-0 at number 13 in the country. Ralph, who was at 13 in the country last year at this time? TCU. TCU. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, so there is hope for Washington State at this point in, point in time and Cam Ward to potentially end up at a Heisman ceremony because in two weeks they get to, they get to travel down to Autzen stadium, play the ducks. And then their, their schedule, honestly, bro, they got it light. They got the light end of the PAC 12 schedule. Cause they got UCLA this week, which is obviously not a light game, but I'm saying like, it's not the, you know, the the heavy end of the Pac-12. Then they get Arizona. They got Oregon. Then they get ASU, Stanford, Cal, Colorado. Bro, they there's a real chance that they could be heading into uh, the Washington game at either 10-1 or 11-0. There is a shot. I don't think that they're – I don't – I don't think they're going to beat Oregon, but is there a chance they can beat Oregon? Absolutely. Oregon don't show up with their with their A game. They show up with like a B minus game and they show up with their A, they can win. And Oregon had to like Oregon had to hustle last year in the fourth quarter to overcome some pretty ridiculous odds to come back and beat yes. Washington State. They really did. And Washington State seems this year better on both sides of the ball than they were last year. So does Oregon. But it just it makes that matchup, the potential for that matchup, that much more exciting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Now to go back to oh b- before we get back to um the what happened last week uh we got to talk about what happened prior to the game even starting on college football game day ESPN plus nobody knows that. Two hundred ninety second consecutive game oh, who cares? for Washington. Who cares? <laughs> we got shown this flag when they were one in eleven in two thousand nine. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Two in ten in yeah. two thousand ten. You were? Yeah. That's wild. So when they sucked, you guys were showing that every we single week on the yeah. biggest college yeah. football show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that Handle we success, did. Ryan Leaf. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. How have you been there? And fly. Flying old beef beside I, it too. And I want a State West Virginia flag flying up there every single every, time. Yeah. We don't get it. Washington yeah. State gets it. Now all of a sudden, Washington State's going. Now big beef's up there. Like shut up, yeah. Washington State. I'm sick of you. Uh, Waste of time just, on this show. Just wait till you get to the Palouse. They'll win you back over. Who? I doubt it. Well, they come after Coach Corso. Right? I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on the subject. So. I find it out of line. Pat McAfee, bro, you just got here like two years ago. Like you, you, you've not been in these in these college football game day trenches, right? So, so all of this we talk, like who the fuck, who, who is who is we? So you speak French right now, we we. Like that's so I like Pat. 
I just think that he, him being the ambassador for the uh, going after Washington State when he ain't the, the 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 people who were doing that, and he's like, oh, we're showing this flag every week, bro. Game day did not assist in any single getting their flag there. All they did is show the crowd. And the flag was there. And then after a few years, it became like, damn, that flag is always here. Huh. Let's acknowledge it. Like it, it wasn't like game day was giving Washington State a platform. They no. weren't. It's just part of it. Like I, I've been on three college game day sets, and every single time the first thing I look for is the Washington State flag. Yeah. Just because it's part of it. It's yes. really cool. They got there on Washington have- State fans dime. Yeah, they could they could move their ass over to Big Noon kickoff. They do this as an alumni base just because they love their school. And like to be super clear to Pat McAfee, college football is not professional wrestling. It's not. This whole like play in the heel thing because they'll they'll love to hate me. Nah, man, they just hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> they hate you. You just alienated one of the best college football towns in America. For what? Yep. For what? And this, and it's not. It's not like the NFL. It's not like uh, when Emmanuel Acho went out and was like, "Herbert sucks." Social media quarterback, and then Justin Herbert threw for fifty thousand yards in one quarter <laughs> with Acho in the stands, and then he had to do like a mea culpa. That's fun for the yes. fans because, but like we, you're talking about a town. You're talking about like a whole economy that is dependent upon revenue being brought in by Washington State earning their place as a major college football town. That's that nationwide alert. <laughs> what is this nationwide alert for? It's the 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 uh, National Weather Service set it up with Deion Sanders to let people know we coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for real. What is it? What is it about? It's I just, just a practice. Swipe. Oh, okay. I just it, it, my... the, the, Everyone in the country got one of those at the exact same time. And now Bro, the people we... that are listening to this in their car going to get a second one. <laughs> so how about a, I mean, I, do, do, do we need a nationwide alert? Is there something, something brewing, brother? Nah, nah. Well, well, maybe a week from now, Washington and, and Oregon. <laughs> Top 10 matchup. <laughs> ah! I, well, we, I mean, I, honestly, we, we hope it's a top 10 matchup because what happens if Oklahoma beats Texas this weekend? Right. You're right. No, they could absolutely drop just for being inactive, which is very, very which, dumb. But which you, never happens to these. Ne- never mind. Right. We're done with the AP poll. Um, yeah. I, so, so just throw out there to Pat McAfee, like the it it's a calculated risk on his part every time he does something like this. And he, you know, he does something every single day that gets the internet talking yesterday. It was Aaron Rodgers calling um, Travis Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer, which that was, got that a was audible LOL uh, that was for funny. me. That was um, funny. And so like, you know, he's going to create conversation, but at some point, and you and I have had this conversation and we've been on opposite sides of this conversation. At some point you have to realize your overall impact and the weight you carry with you on the things that you do. And like using that to like, to try to play bully to, to Washington state for standing up for themselves. Like, and I, and I talked about it last week. I hope that Washington state misinterprets everything Lee Corso says. 
I hope they and are Pat, a thorn I'm in the I'm coming side. every single week, bro. I'm coming out with like videos like Oregon did after the Colorado game. I'm coming out with that every single week. <laughs> you go, you go, you gonna feel me. You gonna acknowledge me. Like I'm gonna be the little thorn in your side, bro. Um, yeah, I, I I hope that Washington State fans are the most I support them in this, the most ridiculous people on earth through the end of end of this season because they they should they should yeah. they like they got crushed by this process of breaking up the conference for the benefit of the different television networks and they were the victim of it this isn't playing the victim it's being the victim they should be as loud and nasty and weird as possible and if it makes pat mcafee uncomfortable good do it again and again yep. and again don't stop like make him come off as the bad guy because you won't let up be as yep. relentlessly weird as Pat McAfee was in that clip. I'm all for it. 100%. Um, to, to lighten the mood before we get to the games, there was a play this weekend that I know that Arizona State fans and Ralph them, themselves will be happy about. So if you are listening to this on audio, you guys can go on uh, the Pac-12 Apostles um, uh, Twitter and watch it. And it is at the 23 minute and 43 second mark. On a run for it. Breaking tackles. Oh, oh my God. He gets popped. He you loves didn't the see football. that? No. You didn't see Jaden Daniels get absolutely rocked? Dude, that's you, twice this year. You sent me a note about it, but I thought you were talking about the Mississippi State game. No, that's a whole new game, brother. Oof, man, I, I, I tell you what, they fixed him. They fixed him in that offense. It's going to be a wasted year because they don't play defense. But the fact that he's like throwing it up to receivers instead of just playing it safe all the time. It only took six uh, years. He maybe, maybe needs to play it a little bit safer in the running game. In the running, in the game, running department. Bro. Dang. <laughs> bro, this is his second time this year getting absolutely like. Run through. Yes. He got run through. Dude, that ball was on an ejecto seat. <laughs> you said, when I seen that ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's get on to the business that was last week. And it started on Friday. And um, we we like to pat ourselves on the back when we, when we get it right. And, uh, Ralph, what did we say about this game Oregon State versus Utah, if Cam Rising did not play? Um, I said uh, the most aggressive take of the under in the history of this show. <laughs> yes. And when we smashed that under. Uh, and then you said Oregon State scores 21 games over. Yep. And the uh, final score, Oregon State 21, Utah 7. Yep. Dude, Utah, like I damn near dropped them out of my top 25 this week. That was brutal to watch. I mean, I, I and it's not and I and we've talked about we cannot account for them being hurt. Like like you you are what you've put on 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 film. They are four and one. But the question is, is like I don't when I look at this team, when I'm watching this team, I'm like this is like watching uh, the Nathaniel Hackett uh, Denver Broncos play offense. Maybe worse. 
It, it's brutal. And I know that Cam Rising is hurt, but they have other issues besides that on the offensive end because their defense does a good job. But there comes a point where your 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 defense can't just just pitch shutouts. And the reality is, is that Nate Johnson, who was eight for 23 for 101 yards and a touchdown and Bryson Barnes. This ain't it. They were 13 for 31 combined for 141 yards, a touchdown and a pick. I I do not. I talked to a Pac-12 coach on Saturday. And he was like, yo. There is not a real life, not a graduate assistant, nothing like somebody who's watching film on these teams. He said that there is no chance that adding Cam Rising back is going to just magically make them back into next year. There are bigger issues going on with that offense. And it is and like they're going to go from one of the worst in the country to like middle worst in the country to like from from like top 130 to like top 65 70 with Cam yeah no their the their their floor is 2022 Illinois and their ceiling is any year but this year San Diego State like where they're where it's just going to be like an it's going to have to be an average um offense that that carries them through some of these games but i mean they also uh they also had kind of a a devastating uh loss didn't they uh this last week on the defensive side of the ball and they're they're probably the second least healthy team um in the pac-12 but logan fano the their their really talented defensive end he is out for the season yep torn acl so yeah that's that's a tough one yep so listen um Utah's a tough-minded team. Are they going to, quote-unquote, be okay? Like, yeah, but okay this year does not look like what they would have predicted. And Cam Rising clearly is – I mean, he uh, he didn't even dress out, didn't put on a full workout prior to the game. They said he's been practicing some. I don't even know what his practicing some really looks like because that does not look – accurate at this point in point in time if you get what i'm saying he was day to day one month ago yeah that's a lot of he was day to day going into the season so either that's they a lot made of that days. up yes and they lied oh, to have they, some they definitely competitive did. advantage yep well what competitive advantage is there in just like no, nobody believes you anymore so just drop it if cam rising is not playing this year just shut him down don't make him go through the like even the physical labor of putting on pads for no reason. Just shut yeah. it down. Well, see, the the thing I noticed is when he was throwing the ball when they showed him, he wasn't like moving full speed at all. Like or yeah. even fast. And he also had a Don Joy knee brace on, but he also had another brace on as well. Like so he had multiple or like Either he had multiple braces on or he had a special designed brace. So this appears to be more than just an ACL. So that he may have hurt something else in there. So we shall see. Well, isn't this his third ACL? 
It's something. Yeah, it's more it's more than his first. For so sure. if you and if you, look, if you're the like team doctor or Cam Rising's personal doctor and you're looking out there and you're like, okay, could we chance it this week? And then you just watch Bryson Barnes get put in the hospital after a hit to the chest. And you're like, well, maybe yeah. this isn't the year, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Dude, I'd- Bryce, they said they were very concerned for Bryson Barnes. Like the, 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 the messaging that came out was scary. Like, I was like, are we afraid for his life? Right. And, it, and But then at the same time, you get in boy who cried wolf territory Ooh. with Kyle Whittingham. So it's like, oh, did he get a cut on his nipple? Like, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what to believe yeah. when you talk. Yep. And now Utah is five games in. They're averaging 19.2 points per game. And But their defense is only giving up 11.8 points per game. So, you know, it it is what it it is what it is, man. Um so uh, oh, in total offense, they are dead last in the Pac-12. Dead last. Under 300 yards a game. So yeah. And it doesn't matter how good your defense is. You got a couple offenses in the Pac-12 that will score 2-3 touchdowns by accident. Oregon yeah. State's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to like like it's it's they're going to keep pushing on the door. And eventually it's going to break. Eventually the door is going to break. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, next game up. Now, before we go to the next game, even though I just said next game, um, Ralph just stumbled upon some news. So Utah might be having a hard time moving the football, but they're not going to have a hard time helping each other move because all Utah scholarship football players just received a new truck as part of an NIL deal with the Utah Crimson Collective. Every scholarship player on Utah's football team is getting a 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn with night edition package. The lease and insurance costs will be fully funded by the donors of the Crimson Collective. How about that? Mm, 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 mm. Bro, that's that money, money, bro. Bro, that's 85, may minimum, I was like maximum of 85 cars getting leased out now they they must right when players graduate they gotta have to give those back and like pass that down to like a new kid like to where it's like a two or three year thing because that's a lot of loners buddy yeah the lease is getting paid the lease is getting paid by the by the collective and the insurance costs um and because it's a lease i don't think it'll affect the kids tax statuses i don't believe so, um, but pretty cool, pretty cool, especially after last year's uh, built bar um, covering the scholarships of all the BYU kids that were walk-ons um, for that year. This bro, is what I like to this see. This might help in recruiting, bro. This might help in recruiting, bro. We don't need to get you no car. You you good when you come out here to Utah, man, and you good in the snow. You good everything else. We got you, fam. Hey, amazing. All right. On to the next game from last week. Uh, USC, Colorado. USC 48, Colorado 41. This was a 34 to 14 game at halftime. And then the wheels came off for, uh, for USC. Wheels came off. Now, this was another win for your boy. <laughs> minus 20 they were minus 21 and a half i was sweating it a little bit at halftime but then i knew usc wouldn't wouldn't let me down i knew colorado wouldn't let me down and they didn't bro this usc defense is leaky buddy leaky and lincoln riley is like hey listen to the untrained eye this is not the same issues as last year <laughs> to the untrained eye us coaches we see it differently what do you see? I'm actually mad that he's kind of right. 
like USC's defense stinks. It just is a different scent than, than the stink. <laughs> like last year was armpits and this is feet. <laughs> like, that's, because what was the big issue last year is missed tackles, right? Yep. And, and giving up over six and a half yards per play, which is pretty wild. Um, but I think here's the deal. USC's opponents are like six and 19 combined. Six and 19. Yes. They gave up 28 to an ASU team that scored zero the week before. They gave up 41 to a Colorado team that scored six the week before. No difference in personnel, really, either time. Um, yeah, just absolutely brutal uh, defensive calls by Alex Grinch. They're aggressive. They're not necessarily missing the tackles that they missed last year, but they haven't really played anybody yet, and they're still getting they're still giving up a ton of points. It, I mean, even Stanford, even Stanford. Yes. Was moved able the to ball, score. Had yep. Four explosive plays on offense in the running game um, against them. They should be concerned. I know that like, Lincoln Riley's out here defending his boy or whatever, okay, but they I look are at giving, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got a top five defense right now without him. Hey, hey they're giving up on average the 10th most yards in the conference at 404 yards a game. Uh, only Stanford and Colorado are worse. And it's very interesting because no one, because <laughs> I saw a stat, a USC, uh, you know, fan person put out. They were like, we are first and second in the nation in sacks and tackle for loss. And number six in the nation in havoc rate. I don't know what havoc is, um, or 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 how you even quantify that. But somebody in the comments was like, "Yeah, but then you're fifty something in in total defense and scoring." So right, and you got to go against Colorado and Arizona State's offensive lines. Yes, the two worst in the conference. Yeah, worse than even Stanford as far as O lines go. Yep. So, yeah, I don't want So, how does this I, go I versus So, how does this go for the next few weeks against Notre Dame, Utah, Cal, Washington, Oregon and UCLA? In terms of I think it's going to be bad. It, yeah, in in terms of the stress that your defense is going to be under. Like Caleb Williams is not going to be able to 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 try to make hero plays and and miss like he like he did. If he has a two-pick game, they might get Two touchdowns. Nope. They got a Mike D'Antoni the rest of the season. Whoever had the most points at the end of the game had the best defense. That's how they have to. <laughs> that was a sign that was in Mike D'Antoni's office when he was in Phoenix. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game had the best defense, which is categorically not true at all, Correct. but it sounds nice. Correct. Um, no, Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, they're going to have to carry this team. Uh, that That became super evident. They really had Colorado knocked out, um, but that just goes to show you the 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 discipline and resolve of this Deion Sanders coach team. Yes, they bro, came they out play after hard. Halftime. Bro, and they have um, some dudes on this team. Can we talk about <laughs> yes, a Marion Miller? Can we? Dude, Can we? Because seven million 11 people snaps. were watching this game. Eleven snaps before this. Yes, before that game, he played eleven snaps. That's insane to me. Seven for 196 in a tutty. <clears throat> Dude, he was unbelievable. And he better, I guess, do something moving forward because that's the bar now. Is He had the most receiving yards for a debut receiver in like 12 years. 
and and he did it in front of seven million people. Yeah. Omarion Miller is a household name after one game. Yes. Yes. He's getting the same love that Puka Nakua is getting out <laughs> for the for the LA Rams. Like this guy came out of nowhere. Now we just expect him to be good every single week. This game um, ended up. Your so- boy Cormani McLean, he got some. Yes! Rest. He was out there strapping up. Yo, he was like, I'm ready, coach. You called me out. I got in my playbook. You you uh, put me in. I'm ready. Please let me go. Hey, man, yeah. sometimes, sometimes a little call out is all you need. And I mean, it sounds like we're bashing on the team that almost dropped 50, but that's what we expected going into the game. Yes. Marshawn Lloyd only getting 13 carries is insane. Caleb Williams is so good. So good. Okay. Like he All right, can light we, work for him every week. Can we can we talk about that for a second? Because that play that got posted on social, that 71-yard touchdown to Taj Washington. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 social media posts about it. Oh my God, this is this is heroic play. And listen, Caleb Williams makes enough ridiculous plays for us not to have to turn that routine play that half the quarterbacks in the country could have made into something that was like groundbreaking. Like it was cool. You're talking about the 71 yard touchdown pass where there was no pressure for like six and a half seconds. Yes. Yes. And then he moved to the left and then Taj Washington was butt naked out there and he just threw it to him. And then he just ran in. Like I, I, I didn't see anything special about that play. Most JV quarterbacks should be able to throw down the field forty yards without the pocket collapsing at all. He didn't even need to move the pocket. No. That's how little pressure. Um, That's what I'm I saying. Mean, it it was, was just a regular play. Cool. Like it doesn't make his top ten list of plays for the season so far. No, no. It, 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 he does enough spectacular stuff that we don't have to reach. That's the up point. So this is not hate. I'm congrat- like the dude is unbelievable. Does it, are some people going to receive that as hate, Ralph? Uh, I don't think so. I think anybody who watches Caleb Williams knows that like if you're going to choose one of his highlights, that is probably not going to be Correct. one of them because he didn't even he didn't face a pass rush. There was no pass rush. He could have run that ball for about 22 to 25 yards. Yep. Uh, if he we, makes one guy miss, it goes for 50. Can we talk about Shadur Sanders for a hot second? He's good. He's good, and he's clutch, dude. He finds yeah. a way to, to when, the, when the chips are on the line, to get something done. Now, mm-hmm. Colorado made a crucial mistake in this game. Crucial mistake. And that was – how long did it take them to score on that drive? Like five minutes almost? Or four, oh, four toward minutes? The, toward the end of the game when they started handing the ball off? Yes. We're, the, the crowd started booing because the crowd knew that what they were doing was insanity. Yeah, it's almost like they were just trying to keep it close. Like they didn't realize that they actually had a shot to catch up. And they did have a shot to catch up. This isn't like – this is a one-score game like the Washington-Arizona game is a one-score game. But they were not the same. No, not, not even a little like, bit. Arizona Arizona had to score with almost no time left in order to make that a seven-point game. You could say, yeah, that's the same for the, the Colorado game, but it was like a 27-7 to seven run. 
there at the end. Colorado was getting whatever they wanted. Some of the stuff they were choosing to want was very hard. <laughs> you are right. I like that. The, the things that they were choosing to want. All right. Now on Oregon 42, Stanford 6. Um, Stanford. Now, it was funny. I saw this stat and people were like, Oregon only had Stanford held Oregon to six yards in the first quarter. Oregon only ran three plays in the first quarter. Three. Mm -hmm. Three. They had one drive. They went three and out. Stanford kicked it. So Stanford got the ball first, went down, kicked the field goal. Or they either, yeah, yeah, they kicked the field goal, three and out. Then they had the ball the entire quarter and then kicked another field goal, and then the game was over. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say about this game for the simple reason that, like, it, it played out exactly the way that I thought it would. You're going to go into a stadium with no energy whatsoever. Stanford gets the ball first, and they're just really good at holding the ball, and they don't really turn the ball over. They had no turnovers against um, uh, they had no turnovers against University of Arizona, and I don't think they turned the ball over in this game either. So they just kind of bleed the clock, and then Oregon had their first first down with like nine minutes left in the second quarter. And from that point, they scored on seven of eight drives, and the eighth was a missed field goal. Yeah. Seven yeah. of eight drives. Hey, man. They, they pressed the easy button again, man. They pressed the easy button. Yeah. What Ashton Daniels it looked like maybe got concussed in this game, so they had to bring Justin Lampson in. That's tough because he, he's not the guy who's gonna throw the ball down the field, right? Yep. Um I don't like this two quarterback thing, dude. They put Justin Lampson in to like run the ball all over the place. Dude had twenty two yeah. carries. Move him to running back, please. Move him to running back. And they actually like I don't understand why EJ Smith only gets a handful of carries every game. I don't know if he's not healthy. But yeah, his usage rate carries. is crazy to me. Yep. Yep. Ben Ben Skoranek got two carries. EJ Smith has 25 carries in the on the season, halfway through the season. How many does Casey Filkins have? Uh Casey Filkins only had seven last week and he has seven this on, week. He has 31 carries on the season. They're both averaging six and a half yards. How many carry. does Justin Lampson have on the on the year? As a part-time player, yes, Justin Lampson uh, has. Let's see here. And the reason why this is important is because, I mean, are we watching Navy? 60. So he's got more than the two of them combined. Yeah. Then your two top running backs, your quarter, your quarter runner guy, um, has. More carries than both of your running backs combined. Make it make sense. Make it make yeah. sense. I, I I don't know what Stanford's trying trying to do. Just Agreed. Saying. All right. Um. Yeah. Bo Nix. Troy Troy Franklin went crazy. Homecoming. This was this was a this was not a fair fight. Um. Uh, nope. But it's good to see teams actually dominate bad teams and don't, and don't let them put up touchdowns. Feels good. 42 right. to 6 is a weird score to have two weeks in a row. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is. And considering that one of them was a touchdown, the other one was a 
uh, two two field goals to make it yeah. even more weird. All right, um, Washington thirty one, Arizona twenty four, Ralph. Mm-hmm. And you talked about that this was actually Arizona scored super late to make this even closer. But yeah. um, can we talk about? Is there a quarterback controversy in Arizona? I don't because know. They no, no, Fafita was for his first start. This was very impressive. They 27 the same for 39, 232, three tubs and a pick. They look, they seem the same. They kind of seem like the same play. And so you look at it and you're like, well, if they're the same, maybe we go with the guy that's. So do you think younger? that Noah has blow up potential? Like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> like to his where interception like, was, his interception was like, did they put Jaden back on the field? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like but but it's also his first start. Pitch. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. It, it was his first start. So do he you had a think second that, pick dropped? Yep. Saw that. I don't. I thought he looked good. That's I thought what I'm saying. It's his very first start. Poised. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It, it, he looked like Jaden Delora. He looked like Jaden Delora out there, and Jaden Delora has thirty start. Pac-12 starts under his belt. Yeah. So now, which way do you go? Because is he is he Jaden, and he's just gonna keep doing this, like keep you know playing exactly like Jaden, at where he's good and terrible at the same time, or great and terrible at the same time, or is he going to, as he gets more reps, become more comfortable, take better care of the football, because that's who he was in high school. I think you can at this point you can probably afford to let Jaden get healthy, but I mean. If he goes out there and he beats somebody that maybe they shouldn't beat, I don't know. It looked consistent to me. It did not look like there was a drop-off, and I think that that yep. is interesting. Yeah. Um, and he does go out at T-Mac a lot. He goes yes. at T-Mac a lot. Well, like, that's, that's all he threw to in high school. Sure. Well, him and the rece- yeah. and the and the, the um, and their mm-hmm. tight end that's also there at <laughs> – Arizona as well. So that's Arizona. Now you dub. You dub got shut down. They got shut down. Only sort 31 points. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Only yeah. 31 points. And Michael Penix Jr. shut down. No touchdowns. <laughs> they they held him. They held him in check for for 330 for 363 yards. Bottled him up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Um, they bottled up like- Roma Dunze. No 100-yard game. Uh, Bernard, no 100-yard. No 100-yard wide, wide receivers. Arizona put them in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't want people to get, just be like, hey, yo. No, he's no, – I'm, no, I'm joking. They, they, this was a dominating offensive performance – it just didn't have the amount of points. But I do think that this also shows that, I mean, num- number one, they were playing in Arizona, in Tucson, which is a tough place to play, and mm-hmm. they haven't had a lot of success in Tucson or in Tempe. So how would you grade UW for this win? Granted, a win is a win. So as, as Dan Lanning said, 1A is the win. Mm-hmm. So they got an A for that. And then – or a 10, however you want to judge it. And then the 1B is the standard. So did they meet the standard? Um, 
This game actually scared me a little bit. I was wondering if Washington was for real, and then I watched a team say, okay, you can have everything in front of us. Nothing's going to go behind us, but we'll let you take whatever you want from 5 to 15 yards. And Washington just goes, all right, we'll take it. And that was the end of the game. It was just over at that point (laughs) because – they managed to do it, and I think the whole thing is, like, make them run more plays. Maybe they'll make more mistakes. Yeah. They did have a fumble in the red zone at the end of the game um, that Arizona was not able to capitalize on. That's the one that preceded the, the yes. toss play pick. Yeah, so but, it could have been a little closer earlier. Yeah, and I think it was a good game plan on Arizona's behalf, but, like, you just have to wonder, does Washington have the patience to just take everything we offer them and run their offense that way? And the answer is yes, because without going over the top, without giving uh, Michael Penix the deep ball, he still averaged nine yards per attempt, <laughs> which is insane to me. 363 yards, 30 of 40. The only time that I feel like they deviated from the game plan is their second to last possession when they had the opportunity to run the clock down. They went out and three through times, like through three times, like they were chasing the Heisman. Yes, that got them. That's going to be hard for coaches. Have done that. That's yeah. going to be hard for coaches because they're like, okay, we we haven't thrown a t- touchdown. We need to get them a touchdown. We need to get them a touchdown. And uh, yeah, so UW still a good team. I would not have moved them down in the polls, but you know they 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 did allow a little bit of that caping for Washington to cool down a little bit. Had they won this game by yeah, had they won this game thirty four to ten, it would have continued. I hope Roma Dunze is okay. I don't know if you saw what happened to him at the end of the game. No. What what happened to him? He jumped on the onside kick about nine yards, didn't let it go 10, just jumped forward and jumped on it, and then he just got stuck by everybody on Arizona's team. He got walked off the field right before their last series. So he, he Listen, got a little banged the, up the right Oregon before the Oregon game is in two weeks. He'll be all right. I, I, okay. I, he'll be Look, look, listen, he, he, his body will be magically healed. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if, if not, they will, they will st- stick needles in there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Last game up for the week. Arizona State 21, Cal 24. Did you want to cry at the end of this game, Ralph? No. I, what's weird is I think some of the most uh, – toxic's the wrong word. Some of the most emotional reactions to ASU so far this year came um, in people watching this game. And I, to me, it looked like the better team won. ASU played pretty impressive on the defensive side of the ball. They don't trust their quarterback in goal line situations, so they kept running that wildcat out yeah, there. Yeah, with Scadaboo. Yeah. Um, with Scadaboo, yeah. Um, but I, I think did not know playing... that boy was like 5'9 and, and <laughs> yeah. 5'9, five, 5'90? Five, yes. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's a, bowling a little ball. fire hydrant. Yeah. He, um, he did some positive things in this game, but he, you know, it, he's not really the guy that's going to burst through the line and get 20 yards on a run. Um, no, he's I don't know what like, to tell you. They had offensive linemen like four, seven, nine, 12 and 13 on the field. So they still got 21 points. To. Trenton Bor- Borgay, your guy, the guy that you stamp for all the time. Yeah. 26 for 41 for three forty-four. no tubs and a pick. This was a better performance, honestly, than we've seen out of, the quarterbacks there so far yeah it's but it, it wasn't enough and that's really all that people care about yep um that's all the people care about so it oh is wait scat scataboo was the leading receiver too yeah he's all over the any he, any he threw a 20 yard ball to trenton borgay that he had the high point because <laughs> he was not open <laughs> so I don't know. I thought the defense played well, but they they lost a couple more players. They're as beat up as they've ever been. Um, I don't know. I, I to me, it felt like the team that was a little bit better and a little bit healthier 
won the game, Arizona State fans did not feel the same way. They feel they felt like ASU blew it. They gave it away. It's a game they should have won. But I'm looking at the personnel that they're putting out there, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what we can expect from this team. Uh, to be able to move the ball was a nice change, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably good. That makes sense. Um, now, uh, Cal? Cal? Cal does not still have a starting quarterback. They're, they said that they're still evaluating. How can they not be? Sam Jackson was 12 for 28 for 130. You're, when, you're, when your quarterback is completing like 40-some percent of his passes, yes, you're, you are going to be reeling a little bit. I, I don't know how to – I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't. I don't even know how. They're, he's completing 52% of the passes on, on the year. That is nowhere near where you need to be. I know Arizona State's defense can be confusing and everything, but he hasn't completed a high percentage pretty much all year anyway. And he didn't run the ball well either, and he's their running guy. Eight carries for negative nine yards. This team is – I don't even know how to evaluate Cal, bro, because they're not going in the right direction. And they're not good at the portal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Feels like we're looking at, like, Stanford. Slowly dying? Yes, except for Cal has a better path to get better because they can at least get kids in school. Because if they got that whole Marshawn Lynch, D-Jack crew in school, you, you, can, you can get who you want in. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and I like those guys, but facts are facts. Are facts. All right, uh, now uh, our Pac-12 power rankings. Now, it was my turn to rank them. Ralph had the chance to switch them, and Ralph decided to make a switch this weekend. And you know what? I said, okay, Ralph, you know you know what? I'm not going to switch a thing. I'm going to let you live with these consequences, buddy. And uh, here is what we got. Washington at number one, Oregon at number two, Wazoo at number three. So Washington State at number three, USC at number four, Oregon State at five, Colorado at six, Utah at seven, UCLA at eight, Arizona at nine, Cal at 10, Arizona State at 11, and Stanford at 12. Now, where he switched... He switched Washington State and USC at three and four. Now, in all honesty, I couldn't I couldn't even argue. I don't think it's terrible, but I know that you that that, that some of you people are gonna feel it's terrible. And um and if you guys are looking for like re reaffirming thoughts and all of that stuff, then maybe the podcast champions is the right place for you for you USC fans. <laughs> they have them at four two. They have them at four two, I think. Oh, they do? I think they do. Oh well, yeah. Hey, good on good on you for being honest. Good. I on look you at for Washington State. I look at Washington State, and I look at USC, and I know you're going to hate this because you get the bougie peanut butter, but you, <laughs> you get that. You see that Kroger or the Great Value peanut butter with the red lid? Red lid's a red lid. It no, really is the same. It's the same Jif and the Great Value red lid peanut well, butter. Well, well, I don't, I don't, I don't eat Jif anyway. 
No, that's what I'm saying. You don't you don't eat the plastic lid peanut butter. No, no, I, I eat my pe- peanut butter out of glass jars, buddy. Yeah, you got to like break break it with a hammer <laughs> and use all the peanut butter in one. No, but I'm for for where the, for the oil separates from the dude. Yeah, that's for the, the plebs, for that's the regular the citizen dude, listeners. That's the worst when the when the oil separates from the peanut butter. Do you know how long it takes to churn that stuff to get it back smooth again? That's why you got to eat the cheap stuff. <laughs> but no, I look at I look at people think that Washington State's like great value or whatever. No, man, they're the real deal. Their offense can hang with anybody, and their defense, I think, is better than USC's. I, I totally agree with their defense being better than USC. The end of that Oregon State game scared a little bit, but is what it is. All right, uh, on to this week's slate of games, Ralph. Um, now, we only have four Pac-12 games because we are doing what the SEC does. We are gearing up for our best matchup, which is Washington versus Oregon two weeks from now. I might fly up there to Eugene for that one, buddy. I might fly up for that one. And you got Washington State, uh, 12 o'clock kick at UCLA. UCLA minus three and a half over under 59, Ralph. I like Washington State to cover in this game. Obviously, I put them up to number three in the conference. um, And I will take the under on the 59. Okay. I'm going to take the under as well. UCLA, who have been able to run the ball so well, the left side of their line in particular, the left side of their line is not good. Tackle and tackles atrocious right now. And left guard just doing okay. So the left side of their line is weak. And they're doing strange stuff. Like having the returner block for, um, what's your boy's name? Yankoff, Colson Yankoff, as the returner. I I I I don't know what's going on. This feels like Chip being too too smart for Chip. I love Chip, but sometimes big big brains get. I mean, like like Elon Elon Musk. He's done some really great things, and he's done some <laughs> things where you're like, what what are you what are you thinking? It's like it's it like. like- Tight end jealousy. You bring up Yankoff every week. It feels like tight end jealousy. It feels like you wanted to return some kicks and you didn't get the chance. No. Uh, well, yes, I would have loved to return kicks, but I had no, I had no business back there returning kicks. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Yes. It it it's like it's like Utah putting um uh uh Pittman back there to return kicks. That ain't that ain't that ain't your kick. That ain't your punt. So what's what's your pick in this game? Give me Washington State minus three and a half. Sorry, sorry, Bruins. Uh, My wife will be in the stadium crying. Um, and the over under? Oh, under, under, under that fifty nine. Because you're on a hot streak. You're seventeen and seven this year against the spread, and twelve and eight on the over unders. I went five and zero last week, and that brought me within one of you. I'm sixteen and eight against the spread. Okay, Tied with you on the over unders. Okay. Hey, we we're, we're cooking with Crisco this year, bro. All right, um, Arizona at UC at USC. USC minus twenty one and a half. This game's in the Coliseum. They're probably a little bit upset with the way last week went. Now T Mac and Noah Fafita 
play at home if Noah Fafita is back to starting quarterback. Could be a good homecoming. He ain't going to come out here and lay an egg. Give me Arizona minus 21 and a half. I'm sorry, not minus no damn 21 and a half, plus 21 and a half. And I will take the over of 72. I will go. Uh, I'll go with you on Arizona. They keep giving USC these three touchdown lines, and they're failing to live up to them every every week. I like Arizona's defense a little bit. If they do that thing where they try to keep everything in front of them, they will give up a lot of yards, but they it, there won't be as many explosive plays. So I'll also take Arizona, and I'm gonna take the under. Ooh, I was just listening to that. I was like, ooh, that ooh that under sounds juicy. Um, all right, um, Colorado, Arizona State. Arizona, uh, Colorado is going on the road as a four-point favorite, Ralph, against a complicated defense. They can stop the run. Colorado hadn't been able to run it until they played against USC. So I don't know whether they turn, turned a corner or whether this is just who USC is. I like the buffs, man. I like the buffs to get back on track and get to four and two. And the over-under of 60 – no sh- oh no shot no shot bro i'm taking it under i agree with you i think colorado's one touchdown uh win maybe 10 points in this game and i will also take the under shout out to arizona state wearing glow in the dark uniforms at 3:30 p.m. on a channel that nobody has they must be changing their uniforms for this game we'll see <laughs> They, yeah, they they have to because they probably thought this was going to be on national television. I don't know how in in week six where they thought they would be, but uh, they're right about where I thought they would be at either one and four or two and three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Now, Oregon State, Cal, Oregon State minus nine and a half at Cal. This is uh, over under 52. Ralph, this is a trick line. This line is a trick. Do not be fooled by this. Oregon State will not win by 10 points. <laughs> it's nine and a half points. They will not win by that much. Cal's offense is atrocious. But, oh, or, or Oregon State did just put Utah in a headlock. But still, I'm going to go, oh, God, I'm reluctantly going with Cal plus nine and a half. And the under and the under. I'm saying it's going to be like a 24 to 17 game. All right. I will give uh, Oregon State a 10-point win. I'm going to say 24-14, which hits the under as well. Yikes. All right. Well, that is it. Um, Where are we on our um, players of the week? Uh, You are currently leading four to three. I am. Oh, no. I come back. Uh, you you last week picked a player who only had one touchdown in Marshawn Lloyd because they didn't really give him the ball all that much. Insane. Meanwhile, Bo Nix had four touchdown passes in like four consecutive drives. Insane, so bro. Insane. I get the one point win. You get to pick first this week. Uh, you just can't pick a player you've already picked. I cannot believe they let me down with Marshawn Lloyd versus Colorado. That's so gross because they were scoring from 50 instead of scoring from close. Um, all right. I will take Cam Ward. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You blocked me from taking somebody that I was going to actually take on the Washington State roster. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. How did uh, I block you? 
Well, because if this player would have done well, it would have been because Game Ward did well. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm going Shadur Sanders. Ooh, this is this going to be a close one, QB buddy. QB versus QB. Oh, Let's this is going to be close, close. Okay. All right. Uh, come on, Colorado running backs. Because Cam Ward is going to score at least a couple touchdowns. Um, running or passing. So we shall see. But uh, you guys, that is the Pac-12 Apostles this week. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, share the episode. Peace out. Catch you guys next week. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.